Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. No fear. No political correctness. Exposing the tyranny of the minority. You're listening to Underground USA with your hosts, Frank Salvato and Andy Limbaugh. Rendezvous with Destiny. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, and I'm here with my partner, Andy Limbaugh, to discuss the disturbing things that are going on in the world today andy i don't know what's so disturbing about anything going on today frank i mean i seriously i haven't heard anything i i since friday i've been marching around i'm watching or marching around calling calling the government traitors it's easy for you to say yeah no it's not it's it's you know it's my tongue is my tongue is a little leady today so you'll hear (laughs) a lot of that but I mean that that Texas decision, and and this this leads to to Beijing Mitch, who 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 is now on my oh, on my last my last nerve, um, on over on the um, right minded podcast I just got finished with. There were I I said there are three things that have pissed me off since Friday. In that order, in that order, pissed uh, you and off. Yeah, because if I did it any other way, it would probably you know you can't aim when you're doing off that. me pissed. Something yeah, like that? Okay. yeah. Oh, you know, or or build back better. You know, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know what to I don't know what to tell you. Um, the, the Texas decision, jeez, Mitch McConnell, and and Bill Barr. These are these well, are the these are the three things that have put me into a lock and load mood. Well, at least Barr did the right thing and stepped down. You mean he? You mean falling on the sword and ending it all isn't a thing anymore? Well, I'm just saying he did the right thing and stepped down. You know, which, I, is, which is what Mitch ought to be doing. I, I I need to go in order because otherwise I get too freaked out and we'll be here until midnight. I'll be quiet. Um, no, it's Sunday. That's not the point. Um, Texas. The Constitution says point blank that disputes between the states will be decided in the Supreme Court. So if the states have no standing and the people have no standing to bring an an election dispute before the Supreme Court, who the hell has standing to bring something before the Supreme Court about an election? Well, as I recall, about this time last week, I was just saying and I was adamant. There is no way in heck that they couldn't or can't or won't take the case. And now they've made me look like a fool, and it's all about me anyway, so heck with everything else. It just, they made me look stupid. I, I just I, – it, it was stunning to me that the court of last resort in something this important punted. Now, I'll give Thomas and Alito props 
yeah. for saying, hey, um, everybody's saying no, but this is your path forward. Yeah. You know, but that would rely on the legislatures, the states having a set of balls to do something about it, and they don't. Well, and, and when a state sues another state, the only place that you can take that suit is to the Supreme Court. So you know, and and and, uh, and 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 here's an overriding question that came up on the other show: Why why did Texas have to sue when when Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin all have I got Georgia too I guess all have Republican majority legislatures? Shouldn't they the one be the ones who have sued to the Supreme Court? Spineless, simple as that. Absolutely. It, uh, all political animals and everybody in those states should remember that next time around. I don't care if your guy was up there thumping his chest saying this is wrong and something must be done. Why wasn't the lawsuit emanating out of the legislatures of those four states individually would have been better because it would have been four times for SCOTUS to like show that they don't have a spine. But at least it would have been four times it showed SCOTUS didn't have a spine. But, you know, <laughs> True. just letting us sit here with with, yeah, we're not we're not going to decide that for you. So there's really nothing you can do. Um, yeah. We're not even good. And, and the decision wasn't even on the merits. It wasn't even about. Yeah, I would have I would have respected him. Yeah, I would have respected him more if it was. Yeah, we didn't find any voter fraud. I would have called them blind. But but at least they would have heard the evidence before them. This one was a go away, little boy. Right. Yeah, you're bothering me. Get get away. You know, and and the one thing, the, the way I was trying to explain this to somebody we were talking about as I was pulling the hair out of the cat, <laughs> um, Again. was that it, it's like sitting at a poker game, and they say the ante is one U.S. dollar. And everybody goes, okay. All five people sitting at the table say, yeah, that's 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 good. Love it. Let's sit down and play. And halfway through the first hand, somebody reaches over and takes the dollar out and puts in a Mexican peso. Not exactly the same value. And and the players go, yo, 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 banker, dealer, dude. What the hell is he doing? Oh, I can't do anything about that. He's in control of his money. We don't need no stinking badges. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is something you could do. Take his cards, kick him off the table. Exactly. You know. Scotus looked at us and said, no, we're going to allow them to keep playing with the peso. Yeah, it, that was the biggest middle finger to the American public I, I've, I think I've ever seen. And coming from, coming from the Supreme Court of all places that people should have the utmost faith in. And it's like, like you just said, go away, little boy. Go away, little boy. And now you had, like I said before, you had Alito and Thomas, who at least said there is a path forward, but you got to do it this way. Remember last week I said this, this, there's going to be a cryptic verbiage thing that they're gonna, they're gonna have, they're gonna have a hissy fit for. Because if you don't say it exactly right to the Supreme Court, they don't hear you. You know what? What really pisses me off is that they're the three Trump appointees had no intestinal fortitude at all didn't even didn't even sign on to an opinion yeah that just for the life of me that just makes no sense whatsoever now and i what have you done for me lately type of attitude there there was one report that i'm just read the first paragraph on before we came on that said that somebody leaked overhearing a, a conversation where Roberts was screaming at people. Well, then you're going to be responsible for the riots that happen. If that turns out to be true, then Roberts really needs to be impeached because it's not about the riots. That's a law enforcement problem. No kidding. Their job is to protect at all cost the U.S. Constitution, and Roberts just wiped his ass with it. Man, if, if that's true, that you're you're absolutely right. I mean, there ought to be a riot on the steps of the Supreme Court for that. You know, and I and I keep pointing this out to people. I'm not promoting violence, by the way. I'm just saying. No, no, but it, it, there can be unruly 
mob without having violence. You know, there can. A peaceful, how about this? Let's have a peaceful protest in front of the SCOTUS. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe CNN and MSNBC will call it a peaceful protest. You know, yeah. but I keep telling people all the time that when you read the Constitution about the establishment of, of, the, of the Supreme Court and the federal justices, they only serve in times of good behavior. Now, they take an oath to protect and uphold the Constitution. If you sell the Constitution out because you're scared riots will happen, then you've abdicated your oath of office and deserve to be impeached. Well, you know, Frank, what have we been witnessing as well with not just the federal courts and the Supreme Court, but these state courts? And they're just as rogue and blatantly just... No, we're not going to hear this. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to hear. You have no standing. You have no whatever. Go away. It's it's unbelievable. And and I've got family members who uh, are in the you know past and current judiciary and former prosecutors, and they are just beside themselves, livid at what's going on. With the judicial system, they they are just beside themselves with it. At every state level, in those in those states, especially, we've seen a failure of the Supreme Courts. They don't even want to hear evidence of of corruption in their own states. And 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 in addition to upholding the U.S. Constitution in those state Supreme Courts, they are also tasked with upholding the state constitutions. You know, they're they're supposed to be experts on the state constitutions and jealous guardians of it. And as we saw in 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 Michigan, especially, my lord, talk about dismissive. And and this after a, a forensic audit by somebody with a master of a PhD from Harvard, a master's from MIT, and someone who used to work for NASA. And, and served as an official in the Reagan administration, now has a company that does forensic cybersecurity auditing of systems, comes out and says 68% failure rate with a Dominion machine? Yeah. 60, it's supposed to be 0008%? 68%. That means 68 ballots out of every 100 was a failure. So you've got that kind of error rate, even if it's not nefarious. You've got to say the election is corrupt, yet you've got a Supreme Court in Michigan who says, well, you don't see anything wrong here. And and if you try to present evidence, we're just going to say you don't have standing. You know what's going to be interesting is Nevada. I don't, I don't know if you heard any of the... Um, uh, the testimony that was going on in the Senate Judiciary today. But one of the, and, and uh, full disclosure, it was uh, from the uh, one of the Trump legal team attorneys. But there were 130,000 combined illegal votes cast in Nevada. It was a combination of dead people voting. It was a combination of people voting multiple times. It was a combination of non-residents voting, and it was uh, a combination or a a combination of, um, oh golly, the last one escapes me. It was 42,000 of those votes. uh, Oh, uh, uh, they they couldn't corroborate signatures with the mail-in ballots. 130 thousand votes and they had the backup they had the evidence to support all of it and let's see what the courts in the state of nevada do you know they had to fight tooth and nail to get at this information and suddenly after after december 14th which is the day that the electors get to cast their votes, suddenly the information is just available to everybody in Nevada and Michigan and and Pennsylvania and Georgia and Wisconsin. You know, that's what pisses me off, is that they think they ducked under the wire. Well, exactly. But how is it that all of those votes 
vote Democrat. Well, mm-hmm. has anybody ever seen ballots that were found that were for Republicans? Nope. Not that I've ever heard. You know, th- through the history of voter fraud, which I think goes way, I think it goes back to caveman days with rocks, there was never a rock with an R on it that was found behind another rock. <laughs> That's right. It was in the fool's gold section. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, this is, it defies any kind of rationale. You you have to sus- willfully suspend disbelief to swallow this bullshit. Yes, every every single vote that was found goes for Joe Biden. There must have been a massive conspiracy to defraud Joe Biden out of his rightful presidency. No. Sorry, that's not it. Same thing happened in 61 in Chicago. You're going to you're going to tell me that this has been happening to poor Democrats who never bully anybody since 1961? <laughs> In every well, case, how many ballots were found for George Bush in 2000 in, in the state of Florida? Exactly. Oh, he was he was ahead by so many thousand and just kept whittling away, whittling away. What about Al Franken? Well, I was just going to say, look at Al Franken. Yeah, whittling away, whittling away. Al found, found a bunch of ballots in the trunk of a car. Yeah. You know, they just extended and delayed the count and all this, you know, or just ex- extended the count, voter count. Until they found uh, or came up with enough votes to elect Franken, and and you know the, the the bigger overall question here, and and again another aspect of my pissed offedness is that it really shouldn't matter there, whether there was enough fraud to overturn an election. If there was fraud, it's a poison pool. Because if there was fraud, you don't know if you detected all of the fraud. If you detect fraud at all then you have a tainted batch. It has to be that way because you can't prove a negative. Right. No question. And the people that find the fraud and file a lawsuit, they need to have their day in court. Yeah, when it, when, At least they deserve that. When and it, the when judges you, can do whatever they want to after that. But at least they need and they, they the, the law basically sides virtually all of the time with people who say, okay, I'm filing a lawsuit here. Okay, we'll hear, see what you have to say. And if it's valid or we think it's valid, then we'll, we'll proceed with it. They're not even getting their day in court to provide the evidence on this. And it's so freaking blatant. Every day this new stuff just keeps coming out. And there's evidence to back it up, but they can't get their day in court. Well, and 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 this is another maddening. And there's many many parts to this madness. The question is solved. The question that was going to be presented before the Supreme Court for the state of Texas, along with 22 other states that signed supportive statements for, is hey, these they set out for themselves. They didn't follow their own rules, and and now they're trying to say that this illegal act that they've done in violation of their own rules, that we're just supposed to eat it and smile. Well, no. If we've got to follow our rules, they've got to follow their rules. And and that one lawsuit up in, I believe it was Michigan again. Michigan, just, just I love the people of Michigan. They've got to elect better people. It was the judge dismissed it because, well, you, you took your sweet time. You had a year to yeah. do this. You did it and, after and, the fact. Yeah, you did well, it. Well, so when are you supposed I don't to do care. It? Well, they, if, if that's the case, then that judge should have turned around and say, and I'm vacating every single thing that the state did because they had a year. Exactly. At least eight months to go through the legislative process in an emergency session to pass the laws that they wanted changed for and sunset it after this election for this election because of COVID and they didn't do it. So if it's not okay to do it now, it can't be okay to do it then. Well, you know, the analogy of that is, okay, uh, I'm, it's, it's July and I'm walking down the street uh, of St. Louis to go to a Cardinal baseball game. And 
you know, I think I'm going to get mugged. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and file a lawsuit. You know, if in fact I do get mugged, you know, I've got the lawsuit ready to go. Uh, okay, nothing happens. Well, okay, so what happens then if I'm walking down the street and I get mugged and after the fact I actually do get mugged and I file a lawsuit and the judge says, nope, sorry, it's after the fact. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this this was a clear cut question that went before the Supreme Court. If they would have taken the case, they would have had no choice but to say the Constitution, you know, you broke your own rules. You've got you've got to deal with your own Constitution. I don't know how you can say this is a certified vote. Yeah. You know, that that's that's the only answer there was. I, I said this I said at the other podcast, too. This brings into question not the matter of whether the case was valid or not. The case was valid. It should have been heard. This brings into question the entire idea of standing. Yeah. There's got to be an examination of, of this standing bullshit, and it's got to it's got to end now. In 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 matters where where any kind of tax law can be can be executed or created, the people have to have standing to bring a case. If you're going to pick my pocket, I want to have a say in it. Yep, no doubt. Uh, or, you, you have or to have some. standing. Standing does have to be a part of it because without it, there's there is no baseline. What what's your baseline? There's got to be a litmus test. There's got to be something where that says, you know, these are invulnerable. If it's if it's a constitutional question, and it involves going into your pocket. Which voting people in the office absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely does. I think three months worth of wages now, and and there you are. You know, yeah, no, I should have standing. And we'll give you fact, a tax this, holiday. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. You know, this is, this is, we've lost sight of the fact that all of these assholes work for us. This is this is a this is a country where we created the government and by constitutional mandate, we can end it. If you read the Constitution, it is without doubt Madison codified it. If the government goes rogue and it stops serving the people, we have the right to cast off the chains. This government has now become corrupt. Oh, it's. It, it it has exposed itself now as corrupt. It's out, you know, and and, and they don't want to. They don't care to hide it anymore. No, you know, the, no, they the, don't because there's no consequences for it. The, the caricature I have of of all of all of these courts that that have done the standing thing is is some like giant fat ass leaning on the fender of his car, eating for eating like the last two of a dozen donuts from a box, just giggling down and going so what you gonna do about it well it's like the dogs the picture of the dogs sitting around the table playing cards and smoking cigars yeah i i it's i don't think that a lot of these elitists are going to like the way it ends i really don't because there is a fa- especially in my neck of the woods they <laughs> are pissed yeah. yes they are you know, and quite honestly, when you have someone like Alan West floating the idea, well, you know, hey, there's an alternative. Yep. The country doesn't need to stay the same shape. <laughs> That's right. Two can play at this game. You know, so I did. And, and that is an option. Now, granted, I, w- I would much rather see I would much rather see a, a Congress of States figure out a way and we've talked about this before and I'm working on a white paper for it so we will definitely talk about it again of an economic way to starve the federal government from being able to do such outrageous egotistical narcissistic non-forward thinking unconstitutional acts ever again it's time to stop saying we're going to put you in the corner we're going to give you a time out we're going to do that it's time for the spanking. Yeah. And, and who I'd like to start with is Mitch fucking McConnell. 
this, you know, this, low, this low life reprobate bastard gets up there on the Senate floor with no authority to do so and unilaterally declares the election over, congratulates the president-elect and the vice president-elect, and decrees that he will not support any contest to the electors on January 6th. And his sister-in-law sits <clears throat> on the Bank of China board. Yep. Yep, and, and his and in-laws... Chow's father yeah. started mm-hmm. the shipping company that is... Uh, all the ships and everybody are owned by or are, are built yes. by the communist Chinese, mm-hmm. but the shipping company is owned by the family. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, other, that's, other that, than, that's that lovely Chinese capitalism. Yeah, but run by the Chicoms, not the yeah. nationalists. Yeah. This is stunning to me first. That's why, that's why I said early, sorry to interrupt, that's why I said early in the program. When Bill Barr stepped aside, because at least he did the right thing by stepping aside, well, I've stepping got, down. I, I got that's, why, da- that's why McConnell needs to do the same I got thing. A, I got a few daggers for that fat ass, too, coming up. <laughs> and, and I'm not the most svelte of people, but I get to call him a fat ass. Fine with me. Now, Andy runs every day. If I run, it's it's like over to the refrigerator and back over. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, no, I'm old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the, the first point that I have with McConnell is, aside from the fact that he had zero, zero authority, zero position to make that declaration on the floor, because there is no president-elect or vice president-elect without a concession until the Electoral College votes and those votes are certified, that's January 6th. Sixth. Yep. It is December 16th. So he had no business saying that. None. Not one. Not one reason, not one shred of legitimacy to his claim for saying that. And the people of the Senate, the members of the Senate, you should call for his rebuke on that. Because they made that whole Republican Senate contingent look like a bunch of panty waist weaklings in the face of Joe freaking Biden? Yeah, no kidding. You know, he, he's got, he's got no say in that declaration. He's got a vote, but that's it. And, and if there's objections to this, it, it necessarily by constitutional mandate has to, both houses have to retreat to their both, uh, to, to their chambers and they have to debate it. And then there's a vote. He gets to preside over that vote, but he doesn't get to dictate like little freaking Hitler, whether it's going to happen or whether it's not ego has gone to his head has is it's it's been in their head that, that's what happens in washington though to most not all but most and and you know his but he's his, been there shit for 30 years his position as the leader of the republican party in that in in that branch of government in that body yeah i know literally mandates that he shut the hell up about that and support the republican effort to emerge victorious how the hell did that do that? Yeah, I, I don't know how he I don't know how he got away. Well, he did it. I don't know how he has gotten away without being just absolutely ripped to shreds, except for the types of like Romney and and those. But I oh, mean, Rom- Romney, I, I, it would be disgraceful to challenge any of the electoral votes. What a, what a you, know, you know, I used to like the guy when he. When he, you know, turned the Olympics around in Salt Lake and all that kind of stuff. But Never I'll tell you what, once, office. once he got into office, he just became, you know, he was he was believing his own stuff. Never should never should have been elected to office, and oh. and, and and the fact that oh it would be disgraceful. No, it's constitutional, Mitch. Read the paper. Read the piece of paper and abide by it. Yeah. And and well, that, it, there is why, there, are, why aren't we seeing goes, teeth from the GOP? Oh, gee, uh, the chairwoman uh, seems to be related, cut from the same cloth. Well, that's why there's no, that's why the, they just do it, because they know that they're not going to get, there's no accountability. Nothing's going to happen to them. That, that's you know, where I just get so pissed off, is because there's no accountability for their actions. Absolutely none. 
you know, an additional thing besides Elaine Chow 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 and and being Beijing Mitch's the wife. I'm not sure who actually wears the pants in that family. Do you know that, that lobbyists from from? Yeah, I I don't want to paint a picture either because I won't sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> threw up in my mouth. Yeah. Do you know that lobbyists for Dominion Voting Systems and and election systems and software gave very big and 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 plentiful money to the McConnell campaign before all before Mitch decided to squash all of the election integrity bills that came before the Senate last year? I knew it happened. I didn't know when. I find that to be very troubling. Now that you bring it up as to the when, so do I. I, I find it very That's troubling. Unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I also think that, that it's it's kind of irresponsible for the Republican establishment apparatus to have entrusted this guy repeatedly with with leadership posts at the highest level in the Senate when his wife's family is literally connected to to the apparatus that is the communist chinese they are the i mean they are the chai coms i mean literally the families you know the family is joined at the hip with the chai coms you know i why would you ever allow now people of kentucky want to elect him and and make him the person that represents one of the people represents their state in the senate okay you've got the right to do that but the party gets to say, we got to keep you away from the intelligence committee and a lot of the stuff. And it's not because we believe that that you're you're spying for China. And it's not that we think you're a moron and would just, you know, I don't know, maybe Elaine wears latex and whips you while you're tied up until you give her information. I don't know. <laughs> but. I don't see why with national security you should ever want to take that chance, especially when communist China is openly hostile to the United States. Well, the the opportunity for being blackmailed is just heightened to the nth degree because of that relationship. So you, you can't be the ranking member of anything that has anything to do with security issues of the country. I mean, no. You know, let alone, let alone the leader in the freaking U.S. Senate. Oh shit! You know this. This guy's read in on just about everything. I know. I know. You know, which which leads which and and, and I'm going well, to take and it's a the quick, committee appointments and all those types of things too. I mean, judges. <laughs> hello. You know, federal judges, ambassadors, treaties. Treaties, the whole shot. This guy is read in and he's got a say. And his wife is intimately connected with the communist Chinese. Now, I'm not calling Lane Chow communist Chinese operative. I'm not. But not I, don't see, I, I don't see why we even take the chance that we, we just don't. Well, that's if, the whole if, point. If, you, you can't. It's such a compromising position. It, it just... It, it, you just yeah. can't allow yourself to be in a position like that if you are going to be a member of of, of the U.S. Senate or the U.S. House or, uh, you, I mean, the blackmail is there. It's it's just you're ripe for it. And if and if you were an honorable man, you would admit that and be transparent about it, which proves to me Mitch McConnell is a little freaking weasel. He's a, he's a, and and not to, and don't get me started on his speech because he reminds me of the dog in the cartoons who can't, the little sheriff always talks like this. (laughs) Oh, where is me? (laughs) And and on that note, you did did the actual voiceover for that cartoon. I, hey, I am, I'm, I'm I'm available if you cartoon people are, are listening. I, I do many, many different weird voices. Okay, um, now you're we'll, going to allow yourself to be put in a very compromising position, potentially blackmailed I, by, by doing voiceovers or cartoons like that. Hey, bring it. It's better than, evidently today, it's better than sitting in the U.S. Senate. <laughs> no kidding. 
No kidding. We'll be right back after after Andy tells you about Z-Bones. You're listening to Underground USA. I'm Frank Salvato. He's Andy Limbaugh, and we'll be right back. In search of that perfect gift-giving solution for the holidays, Z-Bones wireless Bluetooth headphones. Z-Bones allow you to talk on the phone, listen to your music, but still be aware of all the sounds around you. Z-Bones rest comfortably over your ears and the speakers rest gently atop the cheekbones. They won't fall off, they can't fall out, and they don't hurt. Learn more about this great gift-giving solution at lovezbones.com. Welcome back to Underground USA. You can find all of our stuff at undergroundusa.com. If you'd like to comment on what you hear, tell us you like it. Tell us we're wonderful. Tell us that you agree with us. Tell us that we should start a militia. No, uh, that's that's too much work. Tell me um, that my arms look good because I do just a ton of girl curls for the girls. You know, yeah. Besides, you know. besides running, you know, not the you, refrigerator. As long as you don't tell me I look like Paul Prudhomme, I'm, I'm a happy guy. So <laughs> you can point all the all the all, all the accolades for for that. Day. Yeah, but the food's good, though. Hey, you know, life is too short for for crappy food. That's right, and wine, yeah. and wine, and beer. You know, I, I used to I used to guzzle Bud Light by the by the case back in the day, <laughs> and now I have one, and I go. Did somebody leave their shampoo water on here? <laughs> Isn't that you know, the truth? <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm not saying that back in the day I didn't invest heavily in Budweiser, so they can't be mad at me for well, saying that. I've just graduated in my taste a little bit. I've never been a big Bud Light fan. Give me the king. If I'm going to drink beer, give okay. me the king. See, I've got. I'm, give I've, give I've, me, give you, me a Budweiser. If, if I'm going, if I'm going to for a domestic bottled beer. I I am I have gravitated towards the champagne of beers, and, and I'd said Ooh. Miller High Miller, Miller Miller High Life. I'm, I'm a High Life guy, or I'll do a Coors Banquet beer. I'm not I, I got away from Coors Banquet. Miller beer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's it. If I could find hams, I would be drinking hams. Ooh, yeah. those were like in in. Uh, Many like uh, aluminum barrels, weren't they? Yes, the, the hams it, it, in the they went from the short squat bottles to, and they they had all kinds of bottles, but they went to the little cans. You're right. Uh, I would also take a, I, w- I would also go for a uh, um, for a Falstaff. They don't make those anymore. Oh man! Or my buddies who uh, <laughs> were from Milwaukee. They call it, they didn't call it old style. They called it dog style. Yeah, it's dog <laughs> style for a reason. Now my friend George is going to be very offended that I that I said this, but it really is piss water. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the Cub fans are right now going, oh, sacrilege, you <laughs> bastard, old style. <laughs> you know, you guys you guys stole Harry Carey from the White Sox, brought him over, and suddenly he was a Bud fan. You know, then you were all Budweiser guys, but old, st- well, old well, style. Well, maybe that's why, because blatant. I'm a Cardinals fan, so there. Yeah, no, it's, 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 no, you know, no, you know, now it's going to be a a good, a good, it is, it's, now I just want a good craft beer and I'll take a couple of them because they, they can knock you on your ass. And instead of drinking 40 beers to get plastered, I drink a few beers to take the edge off and I go home. You just take one of those 16 ounces that are 8% alcohol and call it a day. That's right. As I, it, it took it took me until I was like fifty five years old, fifty five years old, for what my mother told me every single day of my twenties, thirties, getting into my forties, to understand nothing happens after midnight that's interesting. You know, now that you bring that up, I believe my mom told me that until. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. and, and I think good I think, happens after midnight. I, I think back of most of most of the stuff that 
literally corn tossed, coin tossed whether or not I was going to live another day. They always happened after midnight. <laughs> no kidding. Oh man. So what, what was now that we've now, now, now that now that we have established that nothing good happens after midnight, I want all of those ballot dumps taken back. That's exactly right. Hey, there you go. Ooh, ooh, that's good. Did you like that segue? And now now I've you, got a siren going outside too, so I think it's happening. <laughs> they're they're returning the ballots as we speak. Hear that? Yeah. No, right now they're frog marching. They're frog marching Bill Barr to the back seat. <laughs> and that's and that's the third. That's that's the unholy third in the trio that has pissed me off this week is Bill freaking Barr. The the the, the establishment GOP, including the president. Now I I get that he he's like, well, you know, do I need any enemies right now? Probably not. But I, I'm still trying to figure out. He was tasked with one thing. Yeah. It, it, it's like, what do they say? I gave you one job. You, you had one job to do. You had one job to do. Look at the Russia stuff. Find the bad actors. Bring them to justice. Charge them and put them in jail. That's all you. That's all you really needed to do to be anointed a superhero. You, you would have gone down in history in the Republican Party as the guy who finally did it you finally put some big fish away you finally said you can't do that where's the report uh, i mean I, you, you almost have to believe that somebody had the goods on him too i, I how else how else can you can you reconcile it? I I, don't, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm calling him deep state. Now, some people are disagreeing with me. So what, he came out of retirement to serve again. It just tells me that he bumped up his pension a little bit because he got up into a G14. You know, I, I, I don't see what he did. He did not. He was AWOL on, on election fraud in real time. In oh, real he was being told it was happening. He did nothing. And then said that there was nothing going on when the evidence was in front of his face. Almost happening live on television. I mean, yeah. that's that's how yeah. immediate the evidence was. He he did nothing on Russia. What one one lower level guy at the FBI who didn't even work there anymore. Uh-huh, we got you for lying to the feds. And, and he goes yeah. to jail. And boy, that's the big victory there. What what about the comeuppance for Hillary Clinton? There wasn't there wasn't even a, a, an examination opened into her or charges filed or there wasn't even any talk about her. What about James Comey? What about John Brennan? Nothing, 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 and nothing. So again, what were this guy's accomplishments? That that the right is so celebratory for as he as he leaves prior what three weeks prior to the end of a term what he couldn't stick around for three weeks what's he got that's so pressing he's retired. Well, you know the the only thing that I could hope for is the uh, the assistant attorney general who Trump brought in as the acting comes in and. I don't know. I mean, obviously running out of time, but you still have until the 6th. Technically, you have until the 20th of January. But that guy comes in and says, OK, this is what I know. And and you know what? I got nothing. I got nothing to lose here because my time's limited anyway. And be a martyr. You know, you know, just, you know just, at, at this point. I don't even know if there's enough time to do that. In order to get the balls rolling, you, you'd have to get your indictments ready. No one's going to hear anything over Christmas. And then you're into January. The next attorney general's first move would be, well, we're vacating this. We're just not doing it. And, and Barr set the precedent for that by coming and saying, we're not, doing, we're not, fo- we're not following through on the Flynn prosecution. Well, right, exactly. No, I'm not that, saying that. He, I'm not saying that he should have. 
But the precedent. Well, and I, and I think that you you know conversations had to have been going on between between the White House and 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 Barr and Flynn and that whole thing, you know. And they, they were probably saying, "Look, you know, let it go. We'll pardon him, and it's done." No, it, it, it very very well could have been. I mean, it, it, Trump has not been this pardoning fool. I, I was listening to Glenn Beck last night. Twenty seven people in four years. Where where Jimmy Carter pardoned 567, something like that. Yeah, 280, something like that. Yeah, yeah, 27. Okay. And the media is running around like he's pardoned. Yeah, one of them just of came out of like, jail and just, uh, again, uh, what was the... the... The media, I their assault on him on the pardons, this just triples down for me that the fact they just aren't. There's no credibility left in the media, but back to Barr, the bullfrog, yeah. the guy who looks like a bull. He does, and I've decided he looks like a bullfrog, not a bulldog, a bullfrog. If if there was, well, you a got lot, the turtle and McConnell, and you got bullfrog and Barr. Yes, yes, this guy, he could have done something. Even in in the last few weeks, he could have said, "Let's just make it public. Let's get the report." Publish it. Let's declassify all this stuff. The president will do it if I ask him. And let's just get it out there in the public. And instead, no, nah, I'm leaving on the 23rd. All right. And his excuse, I just want to spend Christmas with my family. I'm sure all the lawyers working for Donald Trump would like to spend Christmas with their families, too. Yeah. I want to spend more time with my family. We'll know shit. Who does you know, it? You know. Kenny, is he allowed? Where, where does he live? Is there a COVID restriction? Is he going to break that and have, have a lot of family around? Is he a New York guy? Does Cuomo get to go over and arrest him? You know, There's I, another I, thing that pisses me off. Who, Andrew Cuomo? You mean, oh, you, mean, you, mean, you mean shortlist COVID Cuomo, who's on the shortlist for Attorney General of the United States? You you talk about an egocentric maniac. That See, guy you, is right there by the definition. You use Latin. I call him asshole. Oh well. Yeah, you know, I just think he's an he's an A one grade A asshole. He, he he's he's full of himself. He's he's a typical cocky jackass. You know, and and his and his brother's worse. What's it? What's, what's, what, what's Fredo's really na- real name? Frodo. Fredo. Fredo. Is that, is that Fredo? Yeah, the, 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 that moron at CNN. Yeah. Yeah, doing Who, tricep stuff. You yeah. Know, like sitting there. Yeah, like, look at me. Seriously? Well, you know, that's like doing the bathroom selfies and sh- giving it out, you know, on, on national TV every night when you're doing a show. I what mean, a the, moron. What a the guy, fool. the guy's got a national television show. Why does he have to take his shirt off and show himself on Twitter? Look at me, girls. My <laughs> my okay. wife, my wife isn't an eye shot. I just want to give you a shot of what you're not getting. <laughs> you know, you you know what? Go back to high these, school. These, these people, these people are just insane with how good they think they are. What do you just out of curiosity? What do you think if his if their father was still alive today? Do you think he'd be looking at them over the Thanksgiving table, even through the mask, going, "What the hell are you doing to the family name?" <laughs> no, I I didn't agree one hundred percent. Well, that's probably what Joseph Kennedy Cuomo. said to Teddy, right? Teddy couldn't hear; his face was in the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mar, I I didn't agree with everything Mario Cuomo said. But he had a little bit of decorum. You could sit down and talk to the guy. These two assholes are the most caustic people in in government and media today. I don't think there's a more caustic person now that, that, uh, uh, what's his name, Keith Oberman? Now that Oberman's gone, I think he's gone now. And and (sighs) Rachel Maddow is just this this lingering cloud of screech. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> she just won't. De- she just won't diffuse after she's come out. She <laughs> like a really bad. 
She's like, this is, this is gonna make some people give some people some cause. Count, count she's to like ten. A really count, count to ten. She, she's like a really bad morning after bad hangover where you realize that you had too many hard boiled eggs at the Packer Bar. Bus of old Milwaukee. In a room that doesn't have any ventilation. That's Rachel Maddow. Oh, man. And you know what? This normally doesn't come out of my mouth, but I apologize to the Packer fans. <laughs> and that was all said with no HEPA filter. <laughs> None. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, man, we're going to hell. So, well, I, I'm you just are. Saying, I don't know about me. I, I'm still, you know, <clears throat> you, you, you tell me out of these three things that have happened in a little over 72 hours, how am I supposed to believe that, that our government, the government that's supposed to serve us, the ones that we elect, how am I supposed to believe in anything they say? And how am I supposed to believe that they've got my best interest at heart? Tough to do, my man. You know, and and I, as I said at the end of the monologue on the other show, people like me, and I know there's at least 71 million, and I'm going to bet there's at least 150 million, if not 200 million, who are weighing their options about what they get to do next. When you've got serious people like, like Alan West floating the idea just to get it in public purview that maybe the United States doesn't remain looking like it does because constitution-loving people have to band together. That That's a serious problem that we have here. And and if if the left in this country, let's say that Georgia goes by way of, of, of uh, Stacey Abrams, who's already bragging about having 106, 1.6 million voters in the bag and 85,000 new voters. That's stunning, by the way, that there would be 85,000 people that would be moved to vote that weren't registered for the general election. Well, of course, they've already filed the lawsuits just in case, you know, they, they uh, you know, no. <clears throat> doesn't go their way. So they can, you know, the lawsuits are already in place so that they can be heard and then all that stuff will just go away. No doubt. No doubt. Let, let's say it all goes Democrat. We've got one party rule because of five states. The rest of the country suffers because of the five elitist franchises that used to be constitutional states. You know, now we're, now we're under one party rule that wants to put the great reset into play, that wants to have global governance, have a bigger seat at the table here in a sovereign nation that wants to digitize our currency to where the government would have control over everything. Imagine, imagine if they mandated the COVID virus vaccine and you refused to take it. How do you think the government would punish you? They wouldn't have to put you in jail anymore. They wouldn't have to lock you up. They shut off your money. They shut off your money. And if they follow the track, of, of what the World Economic Forum, it's on their webpage, do not say, this is not a conspiracy theory, they are openly promoting this for every nation of the world. John Kerry was on their stage saying, absolutely, we're all in, and Kerry has been named as a very close person to Joe Biden coming, coming up in a new administration. What? They want to eliminate private property by 2035. You'll rent everything. You'll own nothing. And the government will have control of the strings on whether you get to have your stuff or not. Businesses will be told what to produce, but the business owners will still own the business. Does this sound anything like the Third Reich? Well, to your point about what Alan West is floating, yep. uh, it could get ugly. Well... I'm hoping that the American people, that there are enough American people who can think outside the box and embrace an idea that would starve the federal government of money because it takes money to be able to make that stuff happen, 
to starve them of money and re-empower the states so that we are once again a union of 50 states with 50 sovereign constitutions where a federal government is there to take to to cover all the states instead of imposing its will on all the states and like i said working on a white paper once i have it fleshed out with with the people i'm working with people in washington people in tallahassee people in austin texas we're gonna we're gonna post it on on underground usa and we're gonna talk about it because this is something that can literally save the union and it can decrease the amount of totalitarian fascist power that our federal government is now drunk on there's got to be there's got to be a better way than a shooting war because that's the only alternative that i see is states yeah. seceding and and you know damn well california illinois new york will be up biden's ass saying you can't let that happen because if they lose half the country's revenue, those states die. Quickly. Chicago, yeah, Chicago dies. L.A. dies. San Francisco dies. Sacramento dies. New York dies. Albany dies. And because of that, Detroit re-dies. I guess that's the only way to put it. It was dead once. You know, Milwaukee then, will probably go. And, and then think about the union people who are represented by all of those unfunded mandates in those states that you mentioned, you know that as soon as their money gets cut off, their pensions get cut off, that they will turn on a dime faster than you can say, you know what? Yep. And, 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 and they're not accounting on their, they're not counting on that. They're not even thinking about that. You you start seeing pension funds going bankrupt. You you think Antifa's bad? <laughs> you you want to see two thousand Teamsters walking walking up to your doorstep? No, thank you. You know, those, so th- there's a couple ways this there's a couple ways this could go. One of them's smart, and one of them comes at the end of a fist. But yeah. this 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 great reset cannot be allowed to happen and the stealing of elections cannot be allowed to happen and and the totalitarian bullshit of people like mitch beijing mcconnell cannot be allowed to stand it just can't be i just love the holiday season yeah yeah doesn't don't you feel the christmas bubbling up inside you (laughs) oh i'm sorry that's stomach acid oh yeah. Yeah. You know, to it's, me, old it's Milwaukee's. Time, yeah, it's it's time it's time for a Prilosec eggnog. <laughs> I just <laughs> open, I just open up the capsule and just sprinkle it along top and give it a little color. It gets a little foam. It's it's good. You know, if you got Nexium, you got purple. It's it's fine. It's good. <laughs> it's festive. You know, purple purple eggnog for the purple United States. It'll be perfect. And I want a long straw with a bendy top so that I can suck off all the little tiny little pills off the foam of the eggnog. As long as you've got training wheels on that and you wear a helmet, because otherwise we that's not politically correct. <laughs> Dad, you have your eggnog drinking helmet on, son? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know how to drink it through my mask, Daddy! <laughs> Oh, geez. It's okay. It's on school I'm just going straight to the maker's mark. Heck with the nog. <laughs> Mr. Limbaugh, as always, it's a pleasure. You've been listening to Underground USA. You can find all of our stuff at undergroundusa.com. If you want to send us a message, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, if it's ugly or indifferent, we're probably not going to respond. Well, you can email the contact curls, at undergroundusa.com. Go do your curls. We'll talk to you yeah. all next week. Thank you for listening to Underground USA. Be sure to check us out online at www.undergroundusa.com and on social media. Please subscribe to our podcast at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, SoundCloud, 
Spreaker, and anywhere podcasts are heard. Underground USA is produced and syndicated by Compass Point Productions. All content is used with permission and pursuant to the dictates of the fair use copyright law. Any and all guests have appeared at their own risk. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.